blessing upon our lead pastor, Pastor Gwen Bolin, on Saturday, April 29th. Come on, mark your calendars for Saturday, April 29th. I want to Amen. say one more time. Saturday, April 29th. Pastor Gwen will have her book signing at Braswell Library in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. She will release her new book, her fourth book, I Choose to Be Greater, Living Life in Greatness. We are so proud of her. She will also release her new fragrance, her new fragrance uh, called Glorious. And we uh, know that it's going to be a great time. So mark your calendars. Join us um, on that April 29th. It's a Saturday. We'll get back with you with a time. Um, it's actually going to be at 1 p.m. Excuse me, 1 p.m. from 1 to 4.30. So come ready to purchase your book. Come ready to uh, have your smiling face ready to take some pictures and get your perfume. And men, don't worry. You can purchase perfume for your special lady so you're not counted out. Join her. I'm sure she'll want to see your faces in the building at 1 p.m. at Braswell Library in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. That is on April 29th. Don't say you didn't hear it because I said it six times. <laughs> uh, she looks forward to seeing you there. You can also pre-order her book on her website ahead of time at www.ministergwenbowman.com. We know that something's happened, so you can order it there, www.ministergwenbowman.com, and she'll sign your copy and mail it to you when the book releases. So we are so excited for all that God is doing in, in the ministry of GBCC um, through our lead pastor. We just thank God for her and her being obedient. We are now going to um, prepare ourselves for giving. Amen. You can find just those ways of giving in the virtually in the chat on Facebook. And those here, we're going to ask you to prepare yourself or given as well. You gave Amen. 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 
We thank God because it is now word time. Amen. 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 And we're going to ask that you stand and prepare your hearts to receive the word that God has given to Pastor Gwen. We're going to accept her here with an amen. 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 amen and amen. Truly, it is a blessed day. Mm -hmm. It's a wondrous day. It's a day that we can all say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, as I sat there and I was meditating, just thinking over the weekend, all that he had allowed me to do and to accomplish, recognizing that I couldn't do it without him. So before we even go into the word this morning, I want us to just take a moment to just thank God That's for awesome. his goodness. Mm -hmm. See, I don't know about you, but I found that I need thee more. Chapter. We'll be reading verses one through six. 
Our main focus for this for today's message will be in verse two. Verses one through six reads, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. How can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. Our focus scripture, verse 2 of this scripture. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Let us pray. Most holy and all wise God, our heavenly Father, Lord, as once again we come with humble hearts, just want to say thank you. Thank you, O oh God, for blessings seen and blessings unseen. Oh God, we pray now that the words of our mouth, meditation of our hearts, will be acceptable in thy sight. And oh Heavenly Father, that there will be some soul crying out, Lord, restore me. Lord, save me. Mm -hmm. Lord, I just need a closer walk with thee. Oh God, have your way now. No more wind, but all of thee. Holy Spirit, come. Take control. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, there's an old gospel song that we sing or used to sing that sense that we have a hand in helping Jesus build our heavenly home. Well, Jesus is indeed uh, the builder of our future dwelling place, but we can send him the materials with which to build our mansion. You see, we send up the timber through our selfless acts of love and faith right here on earth. Jesus has the plans. We send up the materials. If I may use for a subject for our lesson, the message on today, I'm sending up my timber. Can I get a witness? Amen. I'm sending up my timber. How do we do this? Well, we daily send up our timber when we earnestly pray. 
when we sing in praise, when we honor and extol God in word and in worship. We send up our timber when we perform acts of kindness and mercy that go unnoticed and unappreciated. Come on, somebody. We send up timber when we love our enemies. When we forgive someone, when we serve someone, we sit up our timber. When we sit with the brokenhearted and we mourn with them. You know, you know, you gotta know that when you encourage and you build up someone, that you are sending up your timber for your heavenly home. And when you labor in the vineyard, providing a private testimony and spreading the good news, you are doing what? You are sending up your timber. Come on, somebody. Are you sending up your timber? And just what kind of timber are you sending up? Are you sending up good timber? Or are you sending up timber with some warps? with some splinters and some knots. Come on, somebody. Oh, you got to know, you got to know that every good deed done in secret, oh, it sends up a roof beam. Come on, somebody. Sending up my temper. Every loving act sends up a two-by-four stood. Yeah, every intimate conversation we have with God. You got to know it sends up a floorboard. Come on, somebody. Amen. Every time you share the truth, you send up a doorpost. Yeah, and every thoughtful word of healing sends up a clapboard for the side. Building your mansion. Come on, somebody. Amen. When we follow Jesus' commands, when we please him through word and through action, we are sending up a truckload of temper <coughs> for our ongoing construction. Our ongoing construction project to where? To glory land. Come on, somebody. Mm. I don't know about you, but I found joy. I find joy in sending up my temper. Mm -hmm. you, you see, sending up our temper is a righteous way to invest in your heavenly real estate. Oh, looking at this from a slightly different angle, to send up timber is a way of storing up our treasures in heaven, mm -hmm. where no thief can break into our house, mm -hmm. where termites and rock cannot destroy it. Oh, to send up our timber mm -hmm. is to be rich toward God as we live <coughs> our daily lives <coughs> in his presence. Because <coughs> you see, sending up timber Sending up timber means we treasure what God measures. A life of earthly obedience for the sake of the coming kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I've heard. <clears throat> I've heard it said that our salvation breaks the ground for our heavenly home. Our, our salvation, yeah, 
breaks the ground for our heavenly home. And it is then that Jesus has started preparing our home and we are part of his construction plans. Come on, somebody. Amen. Oh, we talk about the homes that we want right here. Oh, what about your heavenly home? What kind of timber are you sending up? Sending up our timber down earth will go far in determining what our heavenly home will look like. Yes, sending up our timber reveres where our treasure is. Oh, it reveres where our heart is. Good deeds done to please God's heart are heaven-bound determined for a believer's future dwelling. And so perhaps, just perhaps, this gospel song may be used as a savvy piece of marketing. You, you know, you know, now everything now we are talking about marketing these days, you know. So, so what are you marketing? Uh, so why not use this song as a marketing tool for your future home? Sending up my temper, mm -hmm. a way of encouraging yourself and others to send up your temper. Oh, could I interest you in some heavenly real estate mm -hmm. this morning? This morning, you know, that's what they say. Ah, oh, they say that our interest rates are up. Oh, but it's this time, it's time now. Go ahead and purchase some real estate. Mm -hmm. You want to invest in something, purchase some real estate. But can I interest you this morning? into some heavenly real estate. Amen. Oh, build to suit, experienced builder. You know, you provide the lumber and materials, eternal satisfaction. You got to know it's guaranteed with this heavenly real estate. Mm -hmm. I can't miss investment in a solid neighborhood, require participation in a profitable Layaway plan. Mm -hmm. Oh, with this one, you 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 don't have to come up with all all of the money right now. But it's a day by day process. Amen. Oh, building that timber. Yeah. My brothers and sisters, you got to send up some good timber. You got to send up some timber that's acceptable to God. Cause if there has ever been a time when we, as a body of baptized believers, need to be praying. God knows that time is now. Can Amen. I get a witness? Amen. With the sinful conditions of this sin-sick world we are living in, it's praying time. It's praying time. It's not time to watch the TV. It's not time to watch, see what, it's good to see what CNN is talking about, but, but it's praying time. It's time for us to find a secret closet. Go down on some bending knees. Talk to God the Father who has all the answers for all of our problems. Oh, because prayer, you see, is a key ingredient in the church relationship with God. Because prayer, you gotta know, is how the church communicate with the holy and divine God. And we are not talking about this building. When I say church, I'm talking about each of us because we are the church, you see. And so without prayer, there, there can't be an effective communication. And it is important for each of us to understand that in the early church, that corporate prayer was the standard. Anybody remember that? Yeah, we used to have standards in the house of God. What has happened to our standards, church? And the early church gives an example of how the church should be today. I know time and methods have changed, 
But God's instructions concerning the church still remains the same. Yeah. You see, we have gotten so caught up. We got so caught up in our annual days and our fundraisers and our selling chicken plates that we wonder far away from God. Come on, church. We far wonder far away from the example that the early church set for us. There used to be a time that we were excited about coming to prayer meetings. Oh, church, do we even have prayer meetings anymore? But now the only time is when we come as adversity. We show when it shows up in our lives and we need somebody. We need to speak to somebody that we feel has a close relationship with him. Come on, somebody. You see, but there was a time when some of the old saints who's going on to glory now mm -hmm. would meet. Oh, they would meet at somebody's house. We're going to meet at Sister Sue's house today. Oh, by Friday, we meet at Brother William's house. So come, come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. And we will have what? An old-fashioned prayer meeting. And when they came together, they didn't come to Joe Jack and Gosford and talk someone down, but they would come and they would get down on their knees right there on those old wooden floors and some had splinters in them. But they would get down and didn't matter if blood came out because they reminded them, great God from Zion, that the blood that was shed for them on Calvary's cross. Oh, and they would lift up their hearts toward heaven mm -hmm. and pray for one another. Their churches and their community as a whole. And the reason why is they knew that if they had a heart to pray, that heaven would have an ear to hear come Amen. with somebody. Amen. And that the prayers of the righteous. What? And they are rarely much. Mm -hmm. But now, you see, now. In this uh, 21st century, come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. We are living in a day and time that the only time we meet in each other's homes is to plot a scheme and to talk one another down. Oh, my God, my God. You see, instead of getting down on our knees and petitioning God and lifting our brothers and sisters in Christ up before the Lord in prayer, we are talking about them. We're trying to dig a ditch for somebody to fall into. But the world tells us I'm a praying church. Oh, the word tells us I'm a praying church. Oh, yes, it does. A church that prayed until something happened. Anybody know anything about that? Mm -hmm. Anybody belong to a church that will pray, pray until yeah. something happens. Yeah. And you know that prayer changes things and that it Power in prayer. Oh, just bear with me just for a few minutes to tell you what I'm talking about. Because you see, Moses, I read when he prayed and God spared Israel from judgment. Joshua prayed that God made the sun do what? He made it stand still. Solomon prayed and God gave him wisdom. Anybody need some wisdom this morning? Oh, Jonah prayed and God delivered him out of the belly of the whale. Oh, are you sitting up your temper? Because I tell you, it's power in prayer because prayer is a vehicle that God uses to change and to transform our lives. And I 
about you. But right, church, right about now, I just need to pull over and drop a praise. Great God, I need to drop a praise in the praise meter. I need to let you know that if you want to see the church, you attend, grow, and be a praying church in 2023. You need to quit focusing on what everybody else is not doing and help the cause by becoming a praying member yourself. In other words, you need to send up some temples. Amen. You need to get some bending knees in your life. You need to send up some temper. I'm reminded, church, I'm reminded of a story of a little old lady that, that came to her pastor. <clears throat> And she said, Brother Preacher, well, what are we going to do about all these vision fighters and complainers right here in the church? Tell me, tell me, the old preacher rubbed his head and he looked at the old sister and said, Sister, uh, the only thing that I can tell you is that we're going to have to get a lot more bending knees in our daily walk with God. Great God reside. And so they tell me that the old sister said, bending knees, where do you buy that hat? Come on, somebody. Oh, tell me that the old preacher, he looked there and he said, sister, you can't buy it. Great God reside. Because it's a gift. Anybody know anything about that gift? It's a gift from God. Who knows what I'm talking about? Who knows? what it is to have bending knees. Who knows what it is to sit up sometime while the preacher told her all you have to do is get down on your bended knees. Great God of Zion. And do what church? Have a little talk with Jesus. Yeah, yeah, tell him oh, about your troubles. Oh, hear me. I can hear the old folks say, you hear your people And the answer, oh, by that God. And I wonder if there's any proud warriors in the house who would testify that I found that just a little talk with Jesus, oh, it makes everything all right. Oh, I wonder if there's any proud warriors in the house that you learned that there's a mighty good way to set up your temper to get down home bended knees all the way to midnight hour, you can still, what? <clears throat> you can send up your temple. Oh, how many of you have learned that when folk mistreat you, talk about you, choose not to forgive you, that you can go to the one who has to ask of all things. Oh, and you can cry out unto him that you can have a little talk, church, you can have a talk about your troubles. You can give it to him. You can leave it there, and he won't tell us so. Maybe that's some good news. That you can set up some timber, that you can build on a sure foundation. You can send up your timber. Because I've learned, church, that every good deed I do in secret, guess what? It sends up a roof. Beam over my head. Amen. Oh, I'm building church. I'm building. Oh, learn church that every loving act that I do. Hey, ask me when. Why do you do so much? 
You're always doing something. Well, I found that every good act that I do, great God from Zion, that I'm sending up a two-by-four stud hall to help support my building. Every little talk church that I have with God, I found out that the sins of a floorboard building a solid foundation. I'm building church, what about you? Because I'm building, because every time I share the truth, the word of God with somebody, my God, my God. Oh, I'm building a doorpost. Yeah, that everybody can't get in. My God, my God. Oh, every thoughtful word of healing. Every time I cry out, Lord, heal my brother. Lord, heal my soul. Heal me, Jesus. Heal my sister. Oh, because see, I, I have a problem, Lord. I have a problem with the signers. And, and now that this pollen is out here, I, it's really getting to me, Lord. But I found, church, that when I stop thinking about what's going on with me, and I start thinking about others, oh, God, I'm sending up timber. Yes, I am. Oh, it pleases God. And he allows me to do what I need to do. Amen. You got to send up some timber. Because setting up your timber, I found is a righteous way to invest in a heavenly real estate. You want to invest? Mm -hmm. You want to invest? Mm -hmm. Then invest in some heavenly real estate. Because you see, this stuff, this stuff is going to pass away. Amen. I, I, I've been to several funerals lately. And I haven't seen any of them for you haul behind them carrying anything to that gravesite. Come on, church. Amen. You better get it right. You better know. You better know and know that you know that this word is true. That there is a God. And you just can't live life as you so choose. Mm -hmm. That's not why you're here. That's not why you're here. You, your life was predestined. Yeah. While you were yet in your mama's back, in the womb. Come on, somebody. Amen. But you gotta get to know him that you might know the purpose for this life that he has given you. Let go and let God. Yeah. Stop, 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 stop following the crowd. Be a leader, not a follower. Come on, somebody. Amen. Get to know him for yourself. Because <clears throat> you've got to send up some temple. For the day will surely come when you've got to stand, you got to stand before him mm -hmm. whom you set your temple up to. And he's gonna let you know just how well built that building, that mansion of yours is. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I want to live eternally with my heavenly father. Yeah. Therefore, I've got to walk the walk, talk the talk, live the life. Not saying I'll be perfect on this journey, but I know who he is. Mm -hmm. And I can go to him. Amen. And he only is the one who can redeem me. Amen. And so as we bring this message to a close today, Sending up your temple. What kind of temple are you sending up? Because you see, there's a dream that I dream. 
of my heavenly heavenly home and I know that I'm going there one day it may be morning night or noon Said there's a dream that I dream of my heavenly home, and I know that I'm going there one day. What about you? I may be morning, night, or noon. to know 
who you need to send your temper up to. And just what kind of temper you need to be sending up to God be the glory. Another Sunday, first Sunday of the month, that God has blessed us to come together, to come together to the table, remembering what he and he alone did for us. Whoa, the blood, whoa, the blood, whoa, the blood that signed my name. Whoa, the blood. Jesus took us there. We were there. And so here we are. He knew the time would come. The time had come when he would have to leave. But he promised them, I won't leave you comfortless. I will send you the comforter. Even knowing what he was about to go through, his love for his brothers was of such that he yet didn't want them lost. He didn't want them to return to whence they had come. But he wanted them to continue to move forward knowing that there was a work to be done. And that is what he's saying to us today. There's a work for each of us to do. For there are certainly souls that need to be saved. And so at this moment, we remember how the word says that He took the bread, he broke it openly, signifying how his body was going to be broken, bruised, tattered, mangled, anything that you could think 
has not come to judge him for us, for mankind. It said that he took the cup. Say he poured. Said it's freely as you see it's from. So will my blood for the remission of your sins. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful because of this, knowing this, what it represents. Each and every day, we've got to send up some temple. Come on, somebody. Amen. If your desire is to dwell with Him, and you have got to be about the Father's business. And so, we cannot change whatever it is that we're going to drink, whatever type of bread we're going to eat. We can't change it from a natural to a, to a <coughs> spiritual. But we know we can. So at this time, we're going to ask Princess Jessica, Pastor Jessica, if she would pray over the juice and the bread. Oh, holy and wise God, our Savior, we come before you just saying thank you for another opportunity to be in your presence, to recognize and to focus and meditate on what you did on the cross for us. You died on the cross for our sins. You were beaten just for us. Your blood was shed just for us, for our sins. So Lord, we say thank you for your sacrifice. We say thank you for loving us. And we say thank you for never, ever leaving us. We give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, so, I'm going to ask that you serve. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's face.
Father. <clears throat> 